Hey guys, I know it's been a while. Um, there's been a lot of changes recently in my life, but uh, what I wanted to start with has to do with the competition that I did this past week. This past week I was in St. George. Um, I'm fortunate enough to uh, know a guy who runs strongman competitions and um, you know, he invites me out and they have been trying to for like the past couple of years, you know, uh, to host another competition, another event. But COVID has, has been constantly just shutting it down. And um, luckily they were able to do it finally, you know. Um, and so, you know, I was there last week, but I was only able to be there for one of the days. And on that day, I did uh, two events. The first event was a yoke and then the second event was a um stone carry and um I, i've done the yoke before you know with with the yoke i started with 650 and then we did 700 luckily luckily i didn't do any more than that because in the moment you know while you're doing it in competition you don't really feel a lot of the pain especially if your body can handle it right so you don't feel the pain until afterwards and like three or four days later than after that i just felt a lot of soreness and also um i felt like i didn't have a lot of strength in that area and your lower back and your core um it helps with so many different functions so I could tell when I was like laying in bed, right? And I'd like try to get up. And as I would try to get up, my core just wouldn't engage. And so I had to like put my my arm down to just get me up every single time. And so I'm glad that I only did those two uh, attempts because you had up to three attempts to uh, see how much you could do. And in the division that I was, um, that I was competing in, uh, there was only one other person, and I mean, he lifted way more than I did. Uh, I think his I think his second attempt was 850 or 800, and that's like a whole nother 100 pounds heavier than what I did. So, um, you know, doing the 700 was enough for me because like I I don't do this regularly. You know, when I compete, I I only compete maybe once twice a year, and other than that, I'm doing different exercises in the gym mostly to uh, maintain myself and to be functional, but I'm not really doing it uh, in order to continuously improve, increase the amount that I'm lifting, you know, um, in, I'm not going in that direction. I'm just going in the direction of, I wanna maintain what I have, you know, I wanna be functional. I don't want anything to ever get in the way of what I can do. Um, if I want to do something, I want to be able to do it, right? So that's why I stay in shape. And uh, doing a competition like this is just another thing to push me, you know, like get me out of my comfort zone and see how much I can do. So that was enough for me, right? Um, and the second, the second event was uh, the stone carry. And the stone carry was with a, what they called a Valhalla stone. It was kind of in the shape of a V, right? And I think I weighed 255 pounds. And um, I already knew before I even got up to the stone that I was gonna do it. You know, I had it in my mind already. I'm gonna lift this no matter what. But when you do something that heavy, especially when that 
is uh, confined in something so small, right? Um, you you can't uh, you can't treat it like a game at that point because of how heavy it is. You have to respect the weight. And as I'm picking this thing up, you you can't mess up not even one time because if you mess up once, that stone could very easily very easily uh, squash one of your toes and then you're done. I'm sorry, but you're done. That's it. So when I was doing it, I was trying to find, you know, the placement of my hands and I, I picked it up a bit and then I uh, ended up dropping it because I couldn't seat it. And I got a little frustrated, but I was already in uh, the right headspace to do it because I, I said I was going to do it, you know. Um, and I, I had no thought in my mind that I was not going to be able to follow through. So... The second time around, I picked it up and then I sat it, right? Because whenever you do a stone, uh, you, you learn this with Atlas stones especially, is you do the lift, okay? You have a couple seconds as you're picking the stone up and then you wanna seat it. And then I, I'm, I'm in, you know, in that position and I'm trying to then stand it up, right? And I pick it up and I get it up and I'm, I'm not able to put it on my chest, but luckily I didn't do that because I think if I put it on my chest, what would have happened is all of my air, all of my oxygen would have gone out of me and I would have gotten tired quicker. So luckily I got it up to about my stomach area and <laughs> something I didn't, I didn't uh, think about before, but I, I heard afterwards was uh, when you think of a strong man, you usually think of uh, a big, very burly looking guy. You know, they have a gut. Um, they have, uh, they're like over 250, 300 pounds. These guys are solid, right? Um, but sometimes that gut gets in the way and because I don't have a gut, I could just place it there, you know, and I could just start uh, walking. And um, I just pushed myself. I said, I just kept going, kept going, kept going, you know, as quick as I could. And I think I did 175 feet. Um, they did it by distance. It, this one wasn't for time. It was for distance. And um, there was a point where I was right about to drop it, but... I think it's very important when your mind begins to fill you with doubt to not give in to those thoughts. You know, do not let the doubt be the reason why you stop early, but to realize, oh, okay, this is my mind telling me that I should stop. Um, how do I keep going? How do I keep pushing myself? So what I did is I sat it again. Instead of dropping it, I sat it again, and then I picked it back up again. Now, I didn't realize that it was gonna be so heavy and it was gonna take so much out of me to do that again. Luckily, I only did that one time, okay? But I picked it back up and I took about one, two, three, four, and I tried to go another step, but I don't think I had it in me anymore to go any further, and I ended up dropping it. Um, but um, that was that was very difficult to do, but I'm glad that I did it because when you are faced with something hard like that, something that takes a lot out of you, something that asks you to really dig deep within you and pull something out of you, right? Can you 
turn the switch on? Can you go right then and there? Can you do it in that moment? Um, going through those things help you so that whatever you face in your everyday life, you're able to do it. You're able to do it because you have a threshold, a threshold that is much bigger than the obstacles that come that are now smaller. You realize, look, um, I'm not going to let that mess up my day. I'm not going to let that ruin the entire weekend experience that we had because I picked up 255 pounds and I walked that 175 feet. And when I when I thought that I was done, I almost dropped it, but you know what I did? I picked it back up without dropping it on the ground and I kept going four more steps. And because of that, I'm sorry, but this little obstacle, this little problem is not enough. Is not enough to make me quit. That is why it's important that when we decide that we wanted to, to, to do this, go out of our way to do this, you know, like I'm, I work out constantly all the time. I'm at the gym every single day. But when I decide I'm going to go out of my way to compete, you know, every now and then to go out of my way to go to St. George. And then when things are hard to um, follow through, you know, to not give up even when things seem like they are overwhelming. You know, I'm, I'm very grateful that I still have opportunities to do this and that I'm still invited back. You know, when I was there, they told me, hey, you're always welcome. You're always welcome. You can always come down here whenever we do a competition. And I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So um, that, that was my weekend. Um, Today, actually, while I was at the gym, uh, I saw an Atlas Stone while I was there. There was a, a guy who was showing people uh, pretty much how to just pick it up. Not really over the chest because the, the way that I learned Atlas Stone was over the chest, right? Because if you had an implement in front of you, you want to throw it over this, uh, this pole or this rod, right? And it kind of looks like a squat rack, right? You're kind of throwing it over that. Um, and the way that he had it is he just had it uh, laid out with some with some pads so somebody could, you know, pick it up and then just put it on the pads. And, uh, you know, it, he also wanted to provide an invitation um, because he'll be doing a class uh, at Lifetime on Saturdays for Strongman. And... Uh, that's pretty exciting because that means that I don't need to really go anywhere else in order to train. I can train strongman and then do the typical exercise that I do um, at my gym. And at this point in my life, what I, what I need from a gym is convenience. I need to know that in the mornings when I decide that I want to go, that it's open. And I need to know that they have good equipment. I need to know that they have a clean environment, um, that everything is, uh, has maintenance, right? That everything is upkept. If something's broken, it's fixed. And then, uh, luckily now, uh, they'll be having strongman classes on Saturdays. 
and I could just do that. You know, I, I have in the past had three memberships to three different gyms before just because I, it, it was convenient for me at the time because I was busy and I was also going to school and I was also working and, you know, it made, like, it made it easy for wherever I was, I could just go to the gym that was right there, right? But I prefer if I'm paying the amount that I'm paying for a lifetime, uh, which is one of the more expensive gyms that I've been to, uh, I prefer to have everything there. And luckily, Lifetime does. Um, I think I've been there since 2018, which is crazy. You know, how in the world did four years pass since then? And this whole time, they've been reliable. So I appreciate it so much um, that they're going to be doing that. And that, that, that gives me something that is not what I'm, I'm used to doing. Because when, whenever I train strongman, it's, it's rare. It's, it's not something I do regularly. But if I start to include it, then I think it's going to help me a lot uh, with the results that I'm seeing. Because the type of training that I'm doing is mostly uh, maintenance work. And what I've been doing lately is I've been doing two or three exercises uh, supersetting. And um, I've been adding in bodyweight exercises. Bodyweight exercises have been helping me... um, the most lately and um, pretty much what I was going off of was the feeling so you know I've been doing weights for a long time in my life and sometimes when you do certain exercises you don't feel it the entire time sometimes you feel it in the middle or at the end and then you know during maybe as the weight is coming down right um, you're not feeling it in the muscle that you're trying to work and I don't want to do that I would rather feel it the most wherever with whatever I'm trying to work so if I'm hitting my bicep I really want to feel it as I'm coming up as I'm contracting and as I'm also coming down I still want to feel it and when I do bodyweight exercises that has done that for me um so that that's why I've been using them uh, more now than I did before. Also, part of that has been because of my new relationship status. Since the end of uh, January, I um, I've been with uh, this girl named Wendy, and um, a lot of the things that I've been doing have been have been changing. You know, adjusting to a new routine, a new schedule, and also my focus has has changed. You know. Instead of me focusing so much on what I'm doing in the gym and, you know, what can help me to improve and progress and move forward, uh, my focus has gone to, you know, what I can do in this relationship to move the relationship forward and also how I can help the kids. Um, I now have two, you know, little kids, a little boy and a little girl, and um, I, I feel like life is way more fulfilling. <laughs> um I, I I had been looking for things in my life to uh, make it like worthwhile, right? Um, the effort that I put in, how much work that I do. Um, when you don't really have a reason to do it, you start writing things down and you start like making these reasons. Like what is going to help me feel like I'm 
making the best use of my time and how do and how do I feel like my day is a success, right? And um, what you know, you know, um, writing things down, checking things off, making goals, and completing those goals. Uh, that's great, but that's that that's great to a point, you know. Like there's there's more to it than that, and um, sometimes it gets repetitive, and it's just and it doesn't fulfill you in in the same way. Maybe in the beginning you see a lot of change and you get really excited, and then further down, um, the changes are are hard to find. You know, um, the progress is is slowed down until you find a bigger reason. And the bigger reason is the kids. The bigger reason is the relationship. You know, the bigger reason is where can you go with this? Um, and how your life can be way more fulfilling now with the addition of, um, you know, the other people that are in your life. Because like I've said before, you can, in, you can enjoy life to a point alone. But the great thing about having a partner is that every single thing that you've been through up until this point is something that you can now share with that partner. And when you share it with that partner, um, what you hope to see is you hope that their eyes will light up just like your eyes lit up when you first experienced that when you first went to EDC, when you first tried um, this bowl of ramen, you know, when you first, you know, um, anything that you did, really anything that you did, you had a moment where it stood out to you, where you enjoyed it, you loved it. It was, it was meaningful enough to you that you wanted to go back and do it again. And you hoped that each time you'd feel You'd feel what you felt the first time, right? But now with a partner, what happens is now you get to see it in their eyes and you hope, hey, maybe, just maybe, they'll see what you saw. And now your life is twice as good, you know? And then who knows, maybe three or four times with, you know, the additional kids as well. Cause then everything to them is new, like every single thing. Um, I, I get to bring stuff around and say, like, hey, I like this is what I like. This is this is what's meaningful to me. And hopefully it's something that's meaningful to them. Like because I watched this movie, I'm like, this is a good movie. I think you'd really like the movie. So to them, it's completely new. And, you know, I've already done that with with some movies and they have liked them. So, you know, it's a ton of fun to have that next step in my life and to now shift my attention, right? Shift my attention to that because that is way more fulfilling, you know? Um, as we go on in our life, things come to us in phases. You know, we cannot think that everything is gonna remain the same forever. We, we can't, okay? We have to be open to things changing and being willing to step into that because if we're willing to step into that fully, right? It's something I learned in my mission was to put both feet in, okay? Not one foot in, one foot out. Both feet in. Fully give yourself to it, right? 
once we are able to do that, then we're able to receive so much more from it because we cannot expect to have something better and something new if we're not willing to give ourselves fully to it fully sacrifice everything that you were for what you will be and something i i haven't been uh doing as much as i as i was before was my cardio um you know you know cardio it's a good way of finishing and it's a good way of staying fit staying lean but just doing my fasting and i have been consistent when it comes to fasting you know at least once or twice a week 24 hours each time is enough is more than enough and i appreciate it so much that that it is because i can eat you know these other things i'm not on a diet you know i'm on no diet um i'm just experiencing life i'm letting myself eat and i'm also um just fasting once or twice a week and that's good and the cardio I'm doing here and there, just here and there, you know. I have I have felt like doing some of my workouts are just like doing cardio anyway because I I don't take long breaks. I do supersets. I keep my heart rate elevated, and especially if I'm breathing heavy, this has to do especially with uh, jumping lunges, jumping squats. You know, anything that has to do with jumping, it really just takes the air out of me completely. And that is enough of a feeling, just like cardio, uh, just like cardio is. And also, I've wanted to do cardio outside. I haven't been able to do that in a long time. It's just been way too cold. The other day, I did it for the first time in, I don't know, months. Months since since uh, it stopped snowing and, and raining. Um I don't know how uh, Utah over here, you know, it snowed the other day, how it snowed in April, you know. I saw one of my neighbors, his um, his uh, sprinkler system went off the other day and I was like, uh, is it time yet to put the sprinklers on? Because that's something I do, you know. And I thought, no, no, I feel like it's too cold. It's still too cold in the mornings, you know. And I decided not to and the next day it snowed. It's snow. I was like, no, how, how, how is Utah like that? I don't, I don't know. Like Utah has very bipolar weather, you know, um, but it's never, I don't think it's ever snowed to this, to this point. I think in April, it's supposed to start to be sunny. Like things become, become green. Even my mom, my mom planted some tomatoes and then it snowed. So I don't even know if they're gonna live after that. You know, it's supposed they're supposed to be planted when it's not snowing anymore. So um, hopefully the snow is done and it's over. Um, but if that's the case and the sun comes out more, then I can go outside and do some cardio side. Cardio side is way funner. It's way funner. I'm I'm not on this treadmill. I'm not like uh, simulating what it's like to run. I'm outside running, and I love running and doing some uh, body weight exercises you know, doing t- 10 to ones or even doing five to ones, right? And then running again and then four, running again, three, running again, two, running again, one. I love that. That That is actually a, a fun way of doing cardio. And you lose track of time. You don't even know like how long you, you've been doing it. Of course, I have my watch and I'm able to um, track it that way. But it doesn't feel like I'm 
I'm creating like this narrative, this story within my mind where I'm getting lost in my imagination as I'm doing cardio. Because if you're just doing like the Stairmaster forever, you're like, where are you going? You're not going anywhere. And you're trying to distract your mind to just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. And after a while, I get so repetitive that I'm just like, I, I can't look. I look at the time and I'm just like, no, it's it's. It doesn't work for me like going outside and, and running works for me. And that feels so much better. I like getting sun. Um, now I'm definitely going to have to be wearing more sunscreen, uh, especially here on my chest and shoulder because um, I recently got a tattoo. Well, not not very recent, but when it comes to my, my podcast and the last time that I talked to you guys... Uh, I didn't have a tattoo then, but I do have one now, and I've had three sessions on it, and I mean, it's quite expensive, so I don't want it to get ruined. I was told that I do have to put sunscreen on it, um, so I'll I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that for sure. You know, I, I, I want that to last as long as I can, as long as I can. Um, and okay, last thing I wanted to talk about today was uh, EDC. EDC is coming up in like three weeks and luckily I'm going to be going and I already have my ticket. Everything's already set, good to go. So I wanted to share with you guys the list that I have and uh, here let's go to day one. So day one I have Adrenalize I, and that's uh, Heart Style, okay? Alan Walker. Um, I like I like Alan Walker. I'm gonna put him as like a maybe, okay. Uh, Kai Kaiwachi, I think his name is. Um, he's just somebody who's pulled up many times during um, my listening through Spotify, and I I really like his music, but it's different, okay. Um, Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes is somebody that um, my friends Ty and Christy they introduced me to Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes is crazy sick. Okay, they are heart style as well. Uh, Maddion, oh my gosh, I, I've i wanted to see Maddion for so long. I want to see Maddion for so long because Maddion has um, some performances with Porter Robinson and he also has some that he did uh, while he was out in Japan. And I would, okay, if he plays even something even similar to that, it's gonna be really good. Uh, insane visuals, okay? So if you're gonna trip, uh, it'd be one to check out <laughs> for sure. Um, Porter Robinson, uh, I, I've seen Porter before. Porter's, of course, one of my favorites as well. Um, so, um, <clears throat> so of course I wanna I wanna go check him out. Uh, very very like sad boy uh, type feels and vibes. Uh, Seven Lions for sure. Um, Seven Lions is always good. Uh, and then uh, Tweak a Core. And I'll be honest with you, I don't even know if Tweak a Core and the Tweakas is the same thing or if it's maybe it's like a combination of a couple different DJs and they call this, themselves Tweak a Core, but they're hard style. So um, definitely want to check them out. Uh, we have Alesso on. Okay, let's go to day two. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, so we have Alesso. Um, I've only seen Alesso once before, so. Uh, I want to see him again. Uh, Audion. And Audion is more like... Um, Audion's not hard. <laughs> but but 
it's it's one that comes up you know uh, in my spotify so of course i want to check them out borgor borgor would be sick to see uh the tweakas of course that's the that that one that i mixed up i'm not sure what tweak a court would the tweakas if they're you know the same thing or two different things but i heart sell once again um <laughs> this edc is heavy heavy on heart style so uh and they're good they're they're really good um uh jai wolf jai wolf i've seen a couple times and um really good really good uh similar vibes to like porter and uh there's a cascade and dead mouse um they're not it's not a b2b but i'm pretty sure it'll be similar to a b2b um so i think they'll just be playing together and i i want to just see what that how that how that'll go you know uh midas midas uh, I think he canceled his show here, so I'm glad he's going to be playing EDC because I didn't, I've never been able to see him, so I want to go see him. Sound Rush, Sound Rush is similar to uh, uh, Headhunters, so actually, Sound Rush and Headhunters have done collab um, songs, and they're really good. And um, I definitely want to check them out. I wonder if Sound Rush is going to bring Headhunters out. And I wonder if Headhunters will bring Sound Rush out. They, he may. Oh, you know what might happen? Headhunters might bring out Yellow Claw, and Yellow Claw might bring out Headhunters. That'd be sick because they they did a performance over at EDC in uh, in Mexico, and oh my gosh, that was an insane collab because, or uh, an insane B two B because um, they're two different styles of edm and they both go hard but they go hard in their own way and i i really enjoyed that one it'd be cool to see it in person um the next one is sub-zero project another uh hard style and then yellow claw for sure you know um day two i really hope yellow claw doesn't play at like 3 a.m because that'd be man way too late but uh i'd want to i'd want to at least see it or at least part of it right um, day three, I have Excision. Um, you know, everybody knows Excision. Excision is fucking wild. So it'd be, yeah, yeah. And, and okay, day three is stacked, by the way. It's stacked. Um, I don't know how I'm going to even survive by the time we make it to day three, but I'm going to do my best, uh, make sure I'm eating some pho or some hot pot or something, you know, through, uh, throughout the days and sleeping because i mean hey hey if you're gonna go three days to edc you better take care of yourself you better um make sure you eat make sure you sleep and drink plenty of water because it is very hard to get through all three days um headhunters headhunters is my absolute favorite dj i've never seen him in person i always play him and headhunters is is like when you're at a, a set and you are hitting your peak and you just want the peak to keep going. Headhunters is the peak for the whole set. And if, if you're a raver, you know what I mean when I say peak, okay? So if you wanna peak for an entire set, you go to Headhunters. Uh, it's gonna be sick. I've never seen him at EDC, so the fact that he's going is a huge deal. 
Um, and I don't know when I'll go to EDC again. So uh, I'm grateful that, you know, he's playing. He's playing at EDC and he's playing at, you know, an event that I'm going to. And then Elenium, I mean, yo, I went to Elenium at the Legion Stadium. Four hours worth of music. Every single time he plays is really good. Uh, vocals, the songs with vocals are just the best. You know, very easy to sing along to and you just get lost in in the music. Uh, Lady Faith, Lady Faith is another hard style. She is insane, okay? Um, when I first heard her, she wasn't even, she didn't even go by the name Lady Faith. I, th I think she was just a vocalist on a song and she just, it, the song did so well that she just kept making music, you know? Or, or she's been doing this for a long time and I just didn't, I didn't know who she was for a long time, but after hearing that one song i was like oh shit i have to listen to more and you know see what she's about and she's really good so i'd love to see her in person uh i have res down res is a little different um i'm open to going to other people but you know i i just put put it on my list see if anybody else wants to check out res uh son hollow i love son hollow i've seen him a couple times here um a different vibe a more lovey vibe <laughs> uh funny i've fallen for some people while i listen to sonola <laughs> so, <laughs> um kind of takes me back to those moments you know uh wild styles wild styles is uh another heart style dj um i'd love to see him and then zed zed oh zed i've, I've seen a couple times in the past but every single time he's good actually i'm i'm surprised he's been playing because i thought that he was done i thought that he was done djing i thought that he just produces music and just you know sells it to uh very popular artists but i guess he's playing he's playing edc and it's gonna be great uh to see him and see what he's gonna bring uh to the stage you know like some current music it'd be nice to nice to hear. you know you know what i love about going to these festivals is that a lot of these djs they will um play something new something you've never heard before and it'll be the first time they play it it'll be on um you know in these festivals on stage and i mean the bass when the bass hits you it is crazy you you could be completely sober completely sober and you feel like you're on something <laughs> just because of the feeling the atmosphere all the people the dancing the music how you get into it and then the bass when it hits you so very excited um if you see me say hello um yeah life is good <laughs> life is good um thank you so much for checking out my podcast again um I got a lot to uh, a lot to look forward to, and things are getting much better. Thanks again. Until next time, bye. <laughs>